0: Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. Extination? Extination? Tentacion, I (laughs) believe is how you pronounce that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Every theater we've gone to, we've gone to four now, every one of them says... some they, Do they say it like that? Mm-hmm. We have
2: sold out of beer <laughs> at every single show. Mm-hmm. Allow people to understand why Doty didn't want you to hang around with me.
3: Oh, God, where do we start? Mm-hmm. And I, as, I think as I walked into the room.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to skip over that part.
3: Mm-hmm. And you and I ran into the bathroom.
2: Yeah, we. We can't discuss that on the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of this podcast is going to survive. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Yeah. That's. <laughs> dad Gobble, gobble, all those giblets in your belly From Thanksgiving weekend, we're in the middle of October And I don't know where you are in this great country But it's been glorious fall weather here And at my age, I'm 44, I drive along the highway Through the country roads and I say, look at those leaves My kids are really sick of it Wait, what? I'm like, look at the leaves, look, there's like a million kinds of orange over there And they're like, ah, just drive, shut up Right. Shouldn't you keep your eye on the road? Well, it's be impossible just to see the road as a driver. But if you only saw just the road, you should not be driving. You, got, you see everything. Your peripheral. Old man
0: oh.
1: <laughs> But
2: shouldn't you concentrate just on the road? You don't look around you when you're driving. I try to focus on
1: what's through the windshield if I can. But that's all you see. And my rear views. That's all you see when we're driving around the country. That's all you see. It'd be impossible just to see the road. I still don't understand
2: it. But, uh, yeah, it is beautiful out. And I got to say, man, we had a Thanksgiving spread at our house fit for a king, it was spectacular, and we didn't cook any of it. Want to give a big shout-out to Mark McEwen, celebrity chef in Toronto. Puts together a beautiful spread for what I think is a very
1: reasonable price that feeds 10 and is absolutely delicious. Now, the way you're describing it, it sounds like Mark McEwen's right there in your kitchen. He's definitely not doing that. Uh,
2: I'm assuming he himself is not cooking anything. (laughs) But he uh, has hired capable chefs, and they, it's a great deal. I think you just go to McEwen.com or something. And you don't have, you don't have to just get a turkey. You can get uh, different types of proteins. You can maybe get a fish. You can maybe get a prime rib. I know you get a prime rib for, for Thanksgiving. You get a prime rib. You can get all sorts of stuff. Wait, like you, what kind of
3: testicle is this? You
2: can get a ham. You, I don't think testicles are on the menu. But you get it, and it shows up at your door, and it's, uh, it's cooked, but it's come to room temperature, so you just have to heat it up. And it's fantastic.
1: There's no cleanup. So they're it's great. It's so good. I want to know this operation and how they cook cooking that many turkeys. Cause they, they well,
2: they got a catering company. So I guess they must have a big-ass kitchen because they're probably doing... Well, they're doing weddings. They did our wedding and, uh, and probably events, corporate events, and, uh, you know, the whole deal. It's a catering company. I don't, where do catering companies... I guess they all have to have giant kitchens. I
1: don't know how it works. I've never right? been involved with one. Mine was catered by Farm Boy.
2: Farm boy, uh, farm boy, your, wait, your wedding or your Thanksgiving?
1: <laughs> no, my wedding was, anyone's uh, from Peterborough, it was hmm. catered by Franz Butcher Shop. Hans, Hans was Franz. not available, no, Hans. just Franz. Franz Butcher Shop catered my wedding. Little girly man, they're going to cook your wedding dinner. Little girly bad I didn't know Farm Boy was still around We've had one on uh, our main road in Peterborough Since I was born First time I ever entered it Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait Are we talking about the same Farm Boy? Like the big chain? Yeah
1: Aren't
2: they from Ottawa or something? I don't know I feel like maybe that's a different Farm Boy Are they, Is this Farm Boy thing just got bought by Sobies? Is that the one?
1: Yeah, I don't know What is going on up there? You live in some sort of alternate universe uh, I, I know, I uh, got a nice prime rib there. Prime rib. Oh, why prime rib? Why? Why did you go prime rib instead of the turkey? Because my mom was having turkey the next day. She's like,
2: oh, uh, okay, she, she
1: wanted know. to get. Uh, she wanted uh, to switch it up. She wanted to get Chinese ticket. I'm like, can I? We're I'll come there and cook a meal.
2: I wonder how many people do get Chinese tickets. because
1: you don't. People don't want to clean dishes.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's why you just get it catered. Yeah, everybody either pitch in money, mm-hmm. right? Or the other alternative is, why don't more people do the potluck thing? I guess someone's got to cook the turkey. That's
1: the big one. That's the big boy. Throw that bad boy on the barbecue. you have cooked some beauties on the on the queue. I know I know the problem. Because people want to be busy doing something so they don't have to really visit. So they'll be like, oh, no, I got this to go. Yeah, yeah.
2: there is a little aspect of that. Like, yeah. especially after the meal's over and you've kind of said everything <laughs> there is to say. Then you're sort of like, everyone's like, no, no, I'll, I'll dry. <laughs> I'll dry. Now we've got some. No, I'll, I'll organize the leftovers <laughs> or something. Where's well, the
1: Tupperware? I'm in charge of the Tupperware. i am
2: in charge of that. The plastic. Hey, can I uh, read this uh, direct message I got? Ooh. From Keeping It Simple. Keeping It Simple. Hey, Bod. Just listening to the pod where y'all discussed ticket sales in the giant. In case you missed it, we're doing a live podcast tour and we're in the midst of it. We're right in the middle of it. We've done Victoria, Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. Smashing successes. Mm-hmm. Coming up November 1st and 2nd, Saskatoon and Winnipeg. And then on the 15th of November, Friday night, Regina. And we discussed that ticket sales are maybe a bit slower than we expected. Correct. For a town that we've showered so much love on. So he says, listening to the pod where you all discuss ticket sales in the gyme. on behalf of Reginians... Reginians? I've never heard that before. I guess
1: that's how it makes sense. How it sound, yeah. yeah.
2: On behalf of Reginians, I'd like to apologize. I think a fair amount of folks snagged tickets for the Saskatoon show before you guys announced the Regina uh. date, myself included. That That is true. We, we did the Saskatoon date and the Winnipeg date. The Regina date was announced later. He said, hope you guys get a good turnout here in the Gine. If not, you can blame Dan for bombing the corporate Christmas party here in town last year. Kidding. Oh, the, yeah, the uh, brand construction. <laughs> it
1: went actually pretty well. <laughs> oh, I want to know what happened at that party. Uh, I did tell one joke, and the guy came on stage, like, didn't appreciate that one. Like, the owner of the company was like, oh, f-. Uh, you got to tell it now. It's the Willie Nelson one. We can't tell it on here.
2: Oh, yeah, that one you're the one you've been you've made me tell that one yes,
1: <laughs> at, at our live shows against my will um I'm glad uh, you mentioned the dates for the podcast tour, the next two stops because I thought it was this coming weekend. I was just on the every two week schedule. I was going to the airport, no matter what this coming Friday. can you imagine we hadn't even discussed it, and you just went I would have just like huh, huh? Like, where's yeah, uh, where's the plane, the plane going plane. Yeah, Hey, pilot, on, where are fine. you headed? i'm coming with you
2: i'm going so we're actually. This weekend we are off, and then next weekend, we're off the podcast, but I'm going to Miami in two weeks, not Miami, Florida, Miami, Manitoba. I hope okay. it, I hope it isn't snowed in. I hope I everyone's did not okay know
1: out there. there was what's going on in Miami, Manitoba, uh,
2: the fundraising dinner I'm going to be uh, doing a little speaking there, talking about uh, many different things, mostly you. my whole speaking <laughs> uh, my, my the entire speech. Is usually about Dan.
1: Uh, it would be great if you started. Uh, my broadcast partner Dan. Someone yells out, "Who the f- is that?" And then you lose the crowd,
2: and it's over. <laughs> then I just stand there and stare at him for forty-five minutes. I'm a little worried because I got to land in Winnipeg. I can't fly directly to Miami, Manitoba. From Toronto. I didn't
1: know that place
2: existed. So I land in the peg, hop in a SUV. I asked for an SUV. I hope they're not all taken, and I'm in it like a Toyota. Oh, yeah, because
1: there might be snow on the ground, correct. This is
2: my thought, you know, and then I'm peeling out, driving. I think it's two hours, two and a half maybe, and then I'm heading back to the Peg to stay over because I want to hang out with some pals, some old pals from my big breakfast days. So I'm worried what time I'm going to get
1: into the Peg, maybe midnight-ish, and then you probably have an early flight? Well, not too early, like 10-ish or something, so plenty of time to just crush it. Ah, you're going to hit the uh, Arctic Spa, not the Arctic Spa, the Scandinavian Spa. I don't think it'll be open at that <laughs> time. So I hope I'm wrong. If it's open at that time, it's, <laughs> it's gone from Scandinavian it's a different Spa, Spa to... Uh, Le Spa Erotique. Hey, we mentioned Tupperware, where we call our first guest here. Um, we mentioned Tupperware. I brought in uh, some chili, like... Two, three weeks ago, and Brendo, one of our writers, he said, Yeah, bring me some. Cause I texted everyone I said, I got lots of extra chili. Mm-hmm. So I brought him some mm-hmm. in. I haven't got that Tupperware container back yet. And it's a glass, it's a good one. That's gone. And I said to him, Like, Brendo, he's like, Yeah, yeah, I got it. That was three weeks
2: I ago. I feel like when you give someone a Tupperware container, it's not that expensive. You I know, might as well kiss that goodbye. I didn't know he was going it home with it. Will, it'll usually come back to you, but. You have to I think I think you have to pay. but Thomas maybe maybe two out of ten Tupperware containers aren 't coming back,
1: Thomas, who also works on our show, I brought it, in. he ate it while we were there because I thought that 's what was going to happen right, in right. this in this uh, uh transaction, brought it back all clean. He goes, "Here you go, that was great, thank you hmm. that Tupperware, the other one left the location This has been Tupper talk
2: <laughs> This is the kind of groundbreaking talk I imagine. Uh, that they engage in on TSN 1260 in Edmonton.
1: Yeah, what's the Tupperware uh, situation like there, Dusty?
3: Well, to be honest with you, we're running low on Tupperware in our house. It's been a major issue this weekend, boys.
1: Oh, of course, the the Thanksgiving. Should
2: we introduce our guest?
1: Yes, Dustin Nielsen. Welcome to the show.
2: Dustin Nielsen, uh, not only star of TSN 1250 Radio in Edmonton, but now officially added to the roster this season of TSN Elite Play-by-play callers and calling some CFL action called uh, the World Hockey Championship. Some of those games, Dusty. How how has the transition been from Edmonton Radio? Everything running super smooth. Wes Montgomery calling the shots. Brian Hall <laughs> calling the shots. Um, Bob Layton calling the shots. To coming here and working with these. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know what, uh, I do have to say, because Matt Dunnegan identified myself and him as the C-team, which totally makes sense. <laughs> we're like the other two guys. who get to go fill in when there's a third game on the same day of two other games. So it's been it's, it's pretty fun. The best part is is that, like, I, I come back to our radio station, and, you know, we're in a, a building with the Bear and, and Virgin Radio and stuff, and other people from the station or salespeople will come up and be like, hey yeah, you know what? It didn't even sound like you. It was really good. <laughs> and what, the, what the hell is that supposed to be? Like, I'm not in the city all the time. Like, so yeah, it's, it's been
2: fun, though. It's it's busy, but it's been good. That's classic Edmonton yeah. sales guy humor right there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dustin and I, we used to have the same job. I was uh, in Fort McMurray before he was there, and then he came in after me. I think there was there was someone in between us, wasn't there?
3: Yeah, I think there was uh, a guy named Nolan in between us, but uh, that might have been it. There might Well, maybe there's two guys, but I know I definitely didn't replace you, but I came in probably like four or five years later, I think.
1: Yeah, you were in between us. There was someone, I don't yeah. know if it was a sports guy, that had the station vehicle stolen from them?
3: Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. That guy was in between us, too. There's two guys, because uh, that was, um, I think... He- he ended up going up to Grand Prairie and called games up in Grand Prairie for a while. I think it was Jeff Henson.
1: Yeah he, he parked he, his vehicle yeah. and he parked his vehicle in front yeah. of the Edmonton Greyhound station. The station yeah. vehicle, that's a mistake, right? Emblazoned there. with the station lettering all over, and someone just drove yeah. away in it.
3: And and his play by play gear was in it. <laughs> so and if if you work at a radio station like Fort Mac or Grand Prairie and your gear gets stolen, that's trouble. Like there's. There's not three or four play-by-play kits kicking around those stations, so uh, I know Jeff actually good dude. I don't know what he was thinking leaving the vehicle in that neighborhood. though. that's, that's not a good idea.
2: Um, so, first of all, we congratulations on the on the TSN stuff, and congratulations on having to do Edmonton radio on a day by day basis and not having to to wanting to stab yourself in the nuts every day this season as opposed to last season with the Oilers because that I, I thought about all you guys in that market and just how just what a grind that must be to talk about that team when when things are going that badly
3: yeah I basically came I, I got here in 2009 so my 10 years here have all been pretty dark it's not been very good outside of the playoff run you know and we call the playoff run here. It was two rounds (laughs) as good as as good as the cup run for, for some other markets. But uh, yeah, outside of that year, it's been kind of doom and gloom the entire time I've been doing the morning show here. So uh, it's funny because I know, you know, they're five games in, they've won all five of them. And uh, it's one of the best runs they've been on in a decade since I've been here. So it's a little awkward because, you know, for the last 10 years, every morning after a game, I can come in and be like, okay, here's what's wrong. And now this year, Not that things are perfect; they're not blowing teams out or anything, but uh, yeah, people seem to be pretty pleased with where they're at right now. So it's it's nice, as opposed to the same bitching and moaning we've had to listen to for ten years.
1: Yeah, but when a team is struggling, it's easier to talk about them.
3: Oh yeah, but (laughs) not not when it's the same story every single year. Like you know, for a lot of times it'd be like, oh yeah, you know, in other markets, wow, they made a coaching change, (laughs) and here we're just like the story is. Wow, this dude has gone to his job for a year. Like, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a very unique spot to be in when, I mean, what have they had? Since I've been here, I think first year I got here, Pat Quinn was coaching the team. Wow. And then I've been here for the rest of those coaches, and that's just in 10 years. It's, like, it's crazy. Like, Nugent Hopkins, he's had like a coach a year his entire career.
1: Wait, Pat Quinn coached the only one? <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> there's
2: stuff that's happened in Edmonton in the last <laughs> decade where you're like, wait, that happened?
3: Fat Quinn was a legend, and obviously, I don't want to say anything bad about him. But at that stage of his career, I don't know if he was just coaching the Oilers or just the coach, and other people coach the Oilers. So, um, yeah, it was yeah, it's just been a list of guys, and and that's why it's only been two weeks. But I can see why the entire city wants this to work out so badly for Dave Tippett, and so far, so good, I guess.
2: Um, are you? I hope I'm getting this right, Dustin, but. When Taylor Hall won the heart, did you tweet out, I still like the trade?
3: Uh, you know what? That sounds like something I would have done, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, and, I'm not gonna, I, I can't remember if I did it for sure, but that definitely sounds like something I would have tweeted out.
2: Okay, so uh, so can you expand on that a little bit for us? Because uh, I I have similar feelings about that deal based on... Things I know, but I but I would be curious to get your take on it.
3: Well, you know what, I uh, Taylor Hall on the ice, incredible player. Um, they they moved him. One of the reasons I think they moved him is because I don't think this could have ever become Connor McDavid's team with Taylor Hall. I mean, you can talk about you know I'd be willing to accept you know a lesser role, but I mean Taylor Hall's a big man on campus. I mean, it just is. That's who he is in New Jersey. That's how he did it. He had all of his success and. Uh, I'll tell you the story that rubbed me wrong about Taylor Hall, which is why I was fine with with him moving on. And maybe maybe it's a selfish story from my perspective, but I was playing. I played in the world longest hockey game out here, which is 11 11 days outdoors straight. You're playing hockey with Brent Sager. You guys know Sager? You probably know Sager. Anyway, um, we're that up silence there and- is an
2: indication <laughs> that we don't know Sager.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, you guys don't know Brent Sager? He's the other eye doctor. Party animal? No, I. Great
2: guy. Anyway, I, I don't, don't whole know whole all the eye doctor. doctors, yeah. Nielsen. Like, you yeah. don't
3: know him. He's the eye doctor. What the? <laughs> f- you know, everybody, in this, everybody in this city knows Brand Day Half the people listen to the podcast. They're like, "Oh yeah, Saker. good guy." But, <laughs> I okay, gotta,
2: I gotta meet this guy, Neilson.
3: Yeah, oh, you do gotta meet this guy. Anyway, um, so we're playing the world's longest hockey game, and we're on like day seven. It's been minus forty for three days. We're in the dressing room and, and this is when Taylor Hall I believe this is when he broke his foot fighting Derek Dorset. Um and he come he comes out and you know, the guys come out. Last game McDavid and Nurse came out and they pop in the room and we've been playing hockey straight for like hundred and eighty hours and you know, a lot of the guys who don't get to see these guys, you know, in the media are pretty excited about it. But Taylor Hall comes into the room and uh Brent Stakes like, Taylor, thanks a lot for thanks a lot for coming. We really appreciate it And and Taylor Hall goes and I, he goes, yeah, well, I didn't really have anything better to do, so I thought they'd come out here when the team asked me to. And I was just like, dude, just make up a, be like, yeah, it's great to be here. Or, you know, make something up. Either either you're not a good dude or you're just not very smart. So yeah. I, I, I just, I kinda just, I'm just like, this guy, what's his deal? It just doesn't make sense.
1: So, Maybe he was uh, trying to crack a joke. Maybe it was a joke that no, went wrong.
3: No, no, he wasn't trying to crack a joke. I mm. can promise you that. So, mm. But
1: honestly, the trade
3: itself, we we're just talking about this. If you guys aren't surprised by this, but um, we talk about this trade still every two weeks in this city. <laughs> um, and, and what they did was they moved a the guy who they thought they would have some replacements for coming in. You know, Jesse Puli Jarvey and Leon Drysaddle was still kind of working his way up at the time, and they they got a defenseman that they absolutely desperately needed because they didn't have Ethan Bear and they didn't have this Joel Persson kid they brought over from Sweden, so they didn't they didn't have any of those guys. So they they desperately needed a D man, but you know. Did you see that tweet? Is that because that does sound like something that I would ask, that I would tweet? I'm pretty sure. sure. I
2: thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I I I'm pretty yeah. sure it was you, and and I just laughed like I I loved it. Yeah. And uh, and I with you. I again, the whole thing is the one for one, right? If there was yeah. a second round pick thrown into that deal, I sincerely believe that that ninety percent of the talk about it wouldn't be the same because I think. Well, I don't know if everyone knows this, but. Taylor Hall was not winning the Hart Trophy with the Edmonton Oilers. It just wasn't oh, going to happen, and it would have been impossible, right? Yeah, if they gave it here, There's yeah, no chance, it right? just wasn't going to happen, and and in a yeah. way, it was best for him to probably move on. And yeah. and Larson's, uh, well, obviously they're missing him now, right? So they, he's a beast and and all that, but but yeah, he's not he's not winning Norris trophies, so that's that's your your main issue there, I think.
3: What, <laughs> you know? what, what, what I do find interesting though is this market, I see it on Twitter like every week, they're still thinking that when Hall's an unrestricted free agent, they want him to come back.
2: I, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah I noticed it, that. It
3: blows my mind because i like, I just, I'm like, <laughs> move on. I mean, the organization needs to move on and I think they have. The fan base, in my opinion, needs to move on. But on top of that, I mean, if you're Taylor Hall, you if you're becoming an unrestricted free agent and you can choose anywhere <laughs> you want to go in the league, and this is nothing against Devin, because I love it here, but you could go anywhere and get... 100 million dollars to go play hockey anywhere and you come back to somewhere that you've already tried and it really didn't work out that would be that'd be crazy to that'd me that'd be a great like, story he's, he's though
1: be, it, would.
2: Oh, it would it would be, would be a wild but, wild story if he ended up signing back and everything M- yeah i don't think it's going it? to happen but like, it would be I, incredible
3: I, I, yeah but people here legitimately think that there's a shot at it and i'm just like you can't even afford to sign anybody right now let alone 100 million dollars to taylor hall so i think he's smart enough to probably not go through that again so we'll we'll see what
1: happens sorry about my sneezes there in the background i don't know if you noticed
2: we ignored them but you brought it up (laughs) (laughs) i
3: don't know about you but i've completely
2: ignored you the entire time
1: (laughs) perfect (laughs) uh now you have the biggest uh story in hockey right now the real deal james yeah
2: yeah this is exciting
1: and um you guys do something on your show in which you make these goal songs first up lead us through the process of this, who writes them, who sings them, who puts them together?
3: Well, I write them, and then, so I get all the lyrics done, and then we have this company, and I don't know how the deal works, but we've got this company down in the States where I just, like, send them the lyrics. I'm like, this is the song, this is the lyrics, these are pronunciations, if you need anything else, let me know, and they produce them for us. So if you, like, on a lot of the songs, you'll kind of, if you listen to it, and they're pretty good at you know changing the voice for whatever the song is but you'll recognize a few a few of the guys on, on the same songs. and i think they've only got one or two female voices so if we have a female voice in the song um then then it's usually the same girl but they do an excellent job on them like i sent them away um like when i sent i sent the new Gaeton Haas goal song out <laughs> on saturday and they're turning that thing around for me this week and then i just because we we don't use just goal songs like different jingles on the show and stuff i'll have them write them and and i'll write them and produce them and they send me back another one for tomorrow they turn around in like 24 hours so it's uh it's pretty good we've been using them for i don't know probably like six seven years now so it's been uh it's been a pretty good run they're usually they usually turn out really well and they're pretty enjoyable so we've had a few that we've you know we had an Everly one he's gone now um we've had yeah we've had a lot along the we we had a couple like we 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 uh produced a you a UC Jokinen gold song and that dude didn't even last like 3 weeks so there's been a few that we like I had this company produce and we didn't even get to play them really
2: did you when you say you write them do you just write the lyrics then they kind of come up with the melodies or or how does it work
3: yeah i just i just write all the lyrics and then i just send them like the youtube link to like whatever the parody song is and then they just take the take the music from there so we always just do the parodies and And they, uh, yeah, they like doing them, and I I grew up on a farm, right, so my parents basically allowed me to listen to country music, and that was it, and Mm. the only way I could listen to, like, what, in my opinion, was cool music was to listen to Weird Al growing up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. And
3: uh, so I knew, like, all the Weird Al songs before I knew the original, so I've always just kind of... Had a thing for parody so i like i like listening to them and have found this company we found this company with station that can produce them so yeah we've had some fun with it
1: should we have a listen let's to have a listen it, to a few of them to the james neal goal song let's do it here we go
0: how do you spell his last name mm-hmm. 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 A big time train, analogy just with the flames. I can't believe they moved him and turned him into James. Now Neil is playing hockey for the orange and blue. And when he scores a goal, we've got this song for you. Are you laughing at the flames? Took the cheat for James, (laughs) now he's playing with the nudes, and you know that they'll be huge because because James Neal. The way he skates, the way he shoots, the shots he takes. James Neal.
2: The way he plays, the way he scores, the breakaways.
0: James Neal. The way
2: he tries the way he
0: works, it's in his it's eyes. And don't know how they got you.
1: That is unreal. Now, when you play these, they must get back to the players.
3: Uh yeah, I think I think a few of the guys have, have uh, heard them in the past. I think Cassie and Sir in the past and stuff, but this Neil one, I mean, it kind of blew up a little bit online, so I'm sure James Neil probably heard it at some point. So um, it's funny because a lot of people are like, you should go ask the players what song they listen to. Right? And I'm like, no, this is, like, some of the songs are, we, we, we almost make them so poorly that they're funny, right? Like, we don't want to put a lot of time in them. So, um, yeah, for some of them, they're, they're, they're not as well done because one of the things that we do, and you may have heard it at the end of that one, in some of the cool songs that we've done over the last two or three years, it's kind of like a little Easter egg, because Dallas Akins, when he was here, he always talked about how much he looked into the player's eyes and stuff. So we try to ramp for his eyes in, like, every song we do now at one point or the other. So that's, uh, that's like, for, for people who listen to our show religiously, they get it. For other people, it kind of just sort of fits in, so it kind of works out so well.
2: I love stuff like that, a little inside yeah. stuff. We like that stuff, too. Now, do we, we have a, a few more. Um, what, which, what other ones did you get, Tulsi?
1: Uh, I think we have the, the Looch song. He's gone now. Yeah, this but is
3: a t- sad one, boys. Oh, this is? It was, uh, it was written after he hadn't
2: scored for a long time. Oh, so. oh okay. this
1: sounds good. Yeah. Hey, Luch,
0: don't feel so sad. Take this new year. can start to make it better.
2: Like that, two for two. I'm surprised yeah. that Looch didn't turn it around uh, on the ice in terms of <laughs> goal scoring. After hearing that, it's inspiring. You
3: know, I thought we were pretty polite with that one because we probably could have probably could have ripped them pretty hard. But uh you know, trying to get them going, right? And yeah. uh, unfortunately, it didn't work. But it turned into the
2: James <laughs> Neal goal song, so it was awesome. Yeah, it that. That's right. You traded yeah. one song for another, literally. Yeah. Do we have? uh I think we have the do we have the Connie gold song. Goal song. We have that? What do we have no, there, Stuff?
3: I didn't send you the I didn't send you the McDavid one.
2: Okay. What do you have? We stuff? got Rasputin uh Cassian. Oh yeah, here oh, we go. It. The Cassian, this Cassian one. The okay. one. This is this, this is sounds good. One.
0: man With chops upon his face, he is big and strong, <laughs> and finally found his place. Most players look at him with terror and with fear. But to Oiler fans, their eyes he brings a tear. He can skate about a hundred miles per hour. Ah!
1: That is spectacular.
2: I have a question, Dustin. Wait, have the Oilers ever approached you about playing these songs when these players score, like in no, the building?
3: No, no, they haven't. I mean, and I think our—I mean—we need obviously company approval and stuff. But um, I know they—they've they've never come to us for that. And we've got a few pretty good ones. Like that one would go. We wrote that one. I put that one out there when they, that was during the playoff run, the run, the big run in 2017, and um, that one was, yeah, that one, we were playing that one a lot, it was a, that was a fun one to that's have. A, that's a
1: toe-tapper. So, uh, yeah, that is a, that's yeah, a Yeah, and a lot of
3: people now dance to it at weddings here. <laughs> at, yeah,
1: that's important. Hey, that's Dustin, amazing. I didn't know you grew up on a farm, uh, what'd you, uh, what'd you guys farm?
3: Uh, we farmed uh, cattle, so a cattle.
2: Uh-huh. I was a pig yeah. farmer. Whereabouts? Whereabouts, Dustin? Hey, in Cranbrook, B.C. Oh, just outside of Cran- Cranbrook. In between Cranbrook and Kimberly. Oh, boy. So, yeah.
1: Hey, and uh, yeah. have oh. you been up to uh, Fort McMurray since the fire? I haven't been up there since.
3: Man, this is going to sound pretty bad, but I've been up there since either. Okay. Um, and I've got friend. I've got one friend up there still, my old morning still co-host. Um, he lives up there still, but they usually come down and visit us. So we haven't been up there and, yeah, since probably right before the fire, actually.
2: I like the idea of you two, Prodigal Sons, returning home to Fort God, Mac. Right back to, right back to Patty McSweigh. Right? Yes, you we, guys go out, you have a big fundraiser or something, yeah. you play the Cassian Gold song, you dance on stage.
1: Well, Onrite can well, come too, because we were up there for the outdoor hockey game that the, the yeah, Trues okay. played. It was yeah. a pretty cool event.
3: Well, was uh, Dad, Was Patty Was Patty McSwiggins up there when you were there?
1: Oh yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, I met my wife at Patty's.
1: Oh, wow. Uh, I have. uh, Yeah, okay. That's.
3: (laughs) I know. Can you believe it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can believe it because I was kind of in the same situation. Once you see a woman that is not with a man, you grab that woman in Fort (laughs) McMurray. Yes. You say, okay, there's one available. Got it. Yeah.
3: I got her, and then I was like, "Okay, we're moving to Edmonton.
2: Tomorrow. Let's get out of here." <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dusty, this was a blast, man. It was great having you on, and uh, continued success uh, on TSN Radio, and of course uh, uh, with us on the on the main. Yeah, what's the your main next, network? What's what your y- next
1: gig for TSN?
3: Um, I've got uh, back to Montreal for the Avalanche and Cats in two weekends. All right. So yeah, and then I get Riders Eskimos on the final Saturday of the regular season too. Man. So that'll be good one.
2: Well, yeah. I, Rod Black and Cuthbert better watch out because some, yeah, they, some so, young guys, cat's coming.
3: They're going <laughs> to they're, they're uh, go through an unfortunate accident here at some point. <laughs> That's right. They're <laughs> shaking. Yeah.
2: They're shaking. Yeah. Uh, great talking to you, buddy. Thanks again for taking yeah. the time. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Dustin Nielsen, uh, you can hear him on the radio in Edmonton. And the production value, the lyrics, those were phenomenal songs.
2: You know what I was thinking? Like, what a cool, you know, if you're a, a, mu- a musician, a songwriter, like, what a cool idea to set up a company that just knocks out those jingles, those songs for for
1: radio stations like that. Just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and they're probably... We could do that. They're probably knocking out ads, too, like jingles for radio stations. You and I could do that, couldn't we? We do
2: not have... We've got singing the working. singing voices. We don't have the musical talent,
1: but... We don't have the, the writing that. ability. Okay, I guess we won't... Yeah, well, river, river time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I'm right? looking forward to this podcast ending, but I kind of am because I've got a sweet slice of pumpkin pie waiting for me.
2: Yeah, uh, my wife, uh, my wife actually, I, I, she did this on her, I didn't, I, I swear I didn't ask her to do this. My wife. And my wife, uh, she made two pumpkin pies for the Thanksgiving weekend, one for our family mm-hmm. and my in-laws and such, and then another one for our staff at the show. And we were trying to decide how to cut it up because we could have done, I think she made a cake for everyone before, and she was like, I got to cut it in really thin slices for everybody. And then there was complaints because there weren't big enough slices. So we went with the eight slicer. Okay. Everyone gets a nice meaty piece of pumpy pie. But she thought you might not like it because you're notoriously not a fan of fruit and pastry or fruit and bread or anything. Okay. here fruit related. Then I'll br- feed
1: my mouth. I'll break it down. I'll eat strawberry ice cream if there are no chunks of strawberry, if it's like strawberry flavored. I just don't want chunks of fruit entering my mouth. So if a pumpkin pie, it's all put together just like that strawberry ice cream. Mm-hmm. Without It's smooth. It's like a smooth you texture. You don't have chunks of pumpkin in there, so right. that's why I can eat it.
2: Okay. All right. That, that explains it. Well, it's a, it's a great pumpkin pie. And she does a whipped cream. Where she infuses a little maple syrup into it to sweeten it up. And it's a, it's a, it's a very subtle but real nice touch. So, uh, yeah, you enjoy that hot pie in your mouth. I will. I add Come pumpkin on, and fun. pecan <coughs> at my mom's. She also makes walnut tarts, which is essentially like little walnut. Like Butter tarts. Little, little pe- like little pecan pies. Yeah. And uh, so I got one of those. I can... Uh, I can feed that to your mouth too. Bring those over. Yeah, I'll shove one of those right in your mouth. (laughs) Jesus.
1: Hey, so we've got, it's not this coming weekend. The (laughs) podcast
2: tour. Uh, Let's recap again. First and second. Again, November Never. 1st. That's a sold-out show, folks. Saskatoon, it is sold right out. So, if you live in the province of Saskatchewan, you're like, man, I wanted to go to that Saskatoon show. Well, come to the Regina Show, November the 15th. November 15th, it's a Friday. Connects a center in Regina. Going to be huge. Great times. November 2nd, Winnipeg. Apparently less than 100 tickets left for that one.
1: Yeah, Winnipeg saw a big spike last week.
2: Yeah, so uh, get your tickets, Peg City, because I'd love to see two sold-out
1: shows that weekend, and I love coming back to the Peg. And we're kind of lucky, I think, because I saw the rec laws were in Manitoba, and they got snowed in. I'm in Winnipeg, back-to-back weekends. I'm there
2: for the Miami weekend, then with you the weekend after for the podcast. (laughs) It's going to be
1: unbelievable. I can't wait. Uh, Can we go to the museum there together? The, uh, the, uh, the Human Rights Human Museum, Rights museum yeah. that's at the Forks? Haven't been to it yet. I haven't
2: been to it either. Stoff, will you go with the me? The architecture is spectacular. We never have time Absolutely. to do cool things like that. But again,
1: that. my museum tour, you're in and out 15 minutes. That's true. And we get to pet a dog.
2: <laughs> and we always find the service dogs. We're staying uh, down at the Forks, so we could walk over.
1: Yeah, perfect.
2: Yeah. I'm in. So well, I'm just, we're just staying outside.
1: We're just sleeping <laughs> on a bench. Uh, so that's going to be great. and um, No, I won't even bring it up. I was going to bring up something that happened to me the other night, but uh, I don't even want to give this person a platform. Ooh. They sure. know who they are. They really irritated uh, me. Good story. And I never walk away from discussions, but when I left this one, my buddy was with me. He's like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how did that conversation just go? Cause what,
2: how, you got to tell us now. Now you got to tell us.
1: Okay, so after dinner on Saturday... This is uh, at, at my your, mom's. At your mom's house, it's like nine thirty. All You're the kids' Belly's full of prime rib. Yeah, all the kids are like, we're having a sleepover at uh, Grandma's. I'm like, okay, perfect. So I uh, pull out of Grandma's. My buddy Spanky, who uh, has the big city Ken uh, phone calls that he gave us, sends me a text. He says, like, what are you doing? I'm like, just finish up my mom's, heading back home. He's like, come on out for a drink. So I met him for a drink. Uh, went to his bar and then went to another bar where we're just standing there. I'm like... His bar is called Spanky's. That's right. Um, so we go to this other bar. He's like, there's a band playing. Come watch. And I'm like, well, I'm going to hit the road here soon. He's like, just come for one drink. So uh, they're all doing shots of Jager. In my time with this group of people, they all did 10 shots of Jager. I would have vomited. 10 shots each. <laughs> 10 shots of Jager? Yes. I smell That's it. A gag. And then tequila came out. I'm like... Yeah, I "I can't do that. So we go to this back bar. This guy's like, "Hey, let me buy you some shots." I'm like, "Uh, "My friends can have them." And I'm like, "Okay, so have your good night." I just, I just have one Sports Center story. Oh, here we go. So I, I say, "Okay, yeah." I'm thinking, maybe it's a run-in with Duffy, or uh, he saw Gino Red at the mall, or he's Natasha Stanishevsky's first husband. So he says, uh, "Yeah." So like uh, three, four years ago um i was like bombed out of my mind and i came out of the bar and i'm waiting for a cab forever i waited two hours and you came out of this bar i won't even say the name of the bar because my sister and i have never been in this bar together because you and your sister came out of the bar and my cab came up and you opened the door and i'm like hey that's my cab and i said F- you i'm dan o'toole this is my cab and you got it i can see you
2: saying that i can see you saying that for
1: and sure. he says i got in and drove away i'm like buddy that never happened because no 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 it's all good it's all good it was you i'm like those words have never left my mouth he's like no 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 it's all fine i'm like i will bet you eight million dollars that never happened and then i proceeded to point out the fact that my sister and i have never been in a cab together uh my sister and i have never been in that bar together these are key details uh and my sister doesn't drink so she'd not she would not need a cab right but he's like, uh, uh, no, no, no it was you. It's fine. It's, I'm like, have a good night. And I left. Oh,
2: okay. Well, I thought that was going to end a lot worse. No, but you're going to punch he him. He was,
1: he was adamant. I'm like, first off, I would never say that to another human. I would never say that to my worst enemy. I, I think Pull you- the old, I'm Dan O'Toole. Hey guys, I'm Dan.
2: Get out of the lot. Let me butt in front of you at the Mister Sub line. I want my f- cold
1: cuts. <laughs> so I immediately left after that because I was like.
2: I, so that I, rattled you.
1: Because you I Because I'm thinking, this guy's walking around with this story for four years and telling other people that I did this when none of the story was true.
2: That is a little bit disturbing to think that a lot of people <laughs> would take that story at face value, Yes. right? Like if someone tells a story about someone l- like yourself, yeah, you assume they're telling the truth. So a lot of people think you're a real <laughs> a- when you're not. See, and that's very frustrating. It's so frustrating. Yeah, that's, oh boy. So, are you sure it wasn't
1: you? I'm positive. Okay. I would never say that.
2: I just wanted to make sure at the, at the very end there. I just wanted to make sure about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you told that story, though. i glad glad we <laughs> cleared that up.
1: It's now got me rattled again. Man,
2: oh I gotta calm down. You know what's gonna make you feel a lot better? That big old piece of pie. That maple syrup whipped cream on top.
1: Yeah, hey, 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 hey. Get your hot cream. Last week on the show and last week on the podcast, I was uh, really struggling. It's all gone. I think I had a blockage or something. You, were, uh,
2: you need to explain this. Uh, you, through various points of us taping the
1: television program last week, we thought you were going to maybe die. Because <laughs> it felt like my stomach was going to explode and there was no relief. And So by the second night, it only happens at night, Everyone here was it's like, like okay, you've got Don't to go to the hospital. Nothing. I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to say nothing's wrong. I went there, blood tests, urine tests. Uh, Fecal tests. <laughs> EK- Anal cavity tests. EKG. They did a, um ultrasound. Nothing wrong. They're like, uh, mm. eh, take an Advil if it happens again, I guess. Mm. So um, I still our, think something isn't right there. Art Boy, Beck, what kind of is this? One of our camera guys. That night, he's like... Take this. It's called Chansa Pedra. Sounds made up. Artie's trying to sell something. So I went to the the little on the sh- on the side health food store down the street from me, and it's worked. It's okay. I have had no problems. He said it's to get rid of kidney stones. That's what he used it for. But I used it, and I so far have nothing. Your mom thought it might. Loves your mom thought it might be gallstones, right? Gallstones. Yes. uh. My mother was very concerned, but I'm here to announce that uh, you get a little uh, stomach problem. You drop the LBs quick. Oh, yeah. You're you're slim now. You're what? Uh, probably uh, maybe around 250? I'm one pound below what I was in high school. 260? 174. Oh, I was off. 174.
2: And you're ready for the ladies now. You're like, ladies, I got a mysterious stomach problem <laughs> of
1: unknown origin. Who wants to f***? Hey, and don't worry about cabs. I got that. <laughs> you, I'm dead O'Toole. Get the away from
2: this cab, w- sir. I wasn't even looking at the cab. <laughs> you, this cab's my cab. This is my sister. She's not drunk, and we're getting in this cab right now. I'm dead O'Toole, and you can take that to the bank. God, I wish you were like that, though. God, it would be so fun. Maybe it could be You could change You could become that guy Nah Not good Late in life? Maybe when I'm older Sure Maybe And uh, that'll be the guy
1: We'll see on stage In Regina You guys want to see That guy don't you? You know what I was thinking Here on the way here So we've done Three trips now The three of us Staff you and I We haven't had any Like People get out of control And by that I mean me No one's gotten out of control No one's Behaved badly no Out one's of the done three it. of us You mean? Yes, no one's nope. done anything questionable. No,
2: nope, no. Nope. Everyone's had a great time. I think part of the reason is there's no time to do <laughs> any of that. Like, our schedule is so ridiculously tight that there's no time to really get
1: into trouble. Yeah, we, it's like literally we sit down after eating after the show, <laughs> and then we have one drink, and it's like, Lasco, okay, see you later. Okay, <laughs> like we're, it's I think it's the longest, tight. The longest we tight. have uh, stayed in our rooms for an extended period of time is like six hours. Yeah. That's about, that's about the longest.
2: But you know what? It's been wor- it's been totally worth it. The shows have been so oh awesome. my god, so much fun. I love I love the live crowds, and I love the fact that we've had all these special guests. And you might have heard a bit about our special guests. We had uh, familiar faces from the podcast in the past, and just the instant recognition and joy from the crowd when those people appear on the screen is just ah, it just makes it for me. I love it. I just love it. I love this. I love this podcast world we've created, and you've come along with us. So let's get that Regina <laughs> show sold out. Let's get to buying tickets, Gin doc, Reginians, if that is what you're called. Uh, we gotta go. We gotta go do the television program now.
1: Yeah, we have a post game show to do. Oh um, yeah, we're doing the post game show for all the NFL games this year. Yeah, we're on TV a TV. lot. During this NFL season People love
2: us People (laughs) want more of us They want more of Dan They want more of Dan taking cabs (laughs) They want more of Dan saying F*** (laughs) you Okay Goodbye They're going home
1: The Jay and Dan Podcast.